Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hopper, Dawson. Pa, pa, pa. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Ah, welcome along to the Friday morning episode. We are, uh, well, I rather, I'm coming to you live from on the road again. Uh, I'm in Scotland. Yeah. I'm in Glasgow, my favourite city in Britain. I'm in a Premier Inn. There's no fucking Wi-Fi, which makes this recording slightly trickier, but we'll be all right. And um, if you're wondering what I'm doing, um, I went to see Snoop Dogg last night with my daughter. Well, that's fun. Uh, in the, the, uh, the, what's it called? The fucking arena place that's on the, um, on the quayside. Uh, and yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. A bit of a showman, his old Snoop. Yeah. He had, um, it was, it was his, his DJ on the decks and, and him. Right. And, uh, he, but obviously you can't just have that. That's not good enough for an arena show. You need to have, you need to augment the visual offering. Don't you? Yeah. So you need to give people something to look at. Oh, as well yeah. as Snoop himself and the DJ. So he had a fella, I assume it was a fella, might not be, might have been a woman, uh, dressed in, uh, dressed as a, a, a giant leopard, but yeah. wearing human clothes and what seemed to be a trilby hat. And he had uh, what I think they call a blunt poking out of his mouth. Yeah. Which was permanently lit. Oh, edgy. Uh, so... He was dancing around a lot. Yeah. It was great. He got involved with the crowd and everything. Got right into it. Uh, and four pole dancers as well. Oh, hang on. That feels a little bit like, more like 90s or noughties vibes, doesn't it? It just doesn't feel ethically quite in the, in the, bang on in, in, yeah, in 2023. In, in this day and age. I mean, I <laughs> fucking hell. God knows what your daughter made of that. Um, she gave them a resounding cheer at the end oh, when they came enough. out for, the, for, for their own round of applause. Yeah. I mean, I thought she'd be completely against that kind of thing because she's very, very... I'm not going to use the word woke, but... Um, yeah, she's just switched she's, on. Uh, politi- politically sound. Politically sound. You know, That's a good... I like that on. phrase. I like that phrase yeah. because people have tried to um, stigmatise the phrase politically correct, but politically politically sound is a uh, much yeah, nicer way of putting it. On. Yeah, Literally switched on, we could say as well. She knows her so, yeah, stuff. I, I, she knows I, her stuff. I'd have, thought, I'd have thought she'd have been completely against pole dancers, but no, she gave them a big cheer well, because they, I, they came I, back on at the very end for their own their own, their own, own kind of uh, round of applause. Are we to take Which, this uh, as a green light to get pole dancers at our live shows? Well, <laughs> I might I, have to have the conversation. I mean, obviously our budget isn't going to stretch to the very best of them. Um, no. But you know, we'll we'll see what we can wrestle up. Maybe we might need to we might need to scavenge around for volunteer pole dancers. <laughs> yeah, or, probably or pole dancers blokes. 
Pa- pole dancers that are supplied by charities. Yeah. At a reduced rate. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Couple of lads from the local <laughs> pub. They'll do it for cash. Or beer. Or nuts, even. I mean, what, what one of the shows we're doing is in Liverpool at the the Casa venue, which, of course, was set up by the Liverpool Dockers. Mm. Um, get a couple of hairy-ass Dockers. We, we might have to just see if a couple of Dockers want to just do some pole dancing for us. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if they've got poles installed at Casa. Well, I don't know. I might need to go back and check the venues we've booked to see whether they've just, got yeah, poles Yeah, we'll or have not. a ring round. Do you I have poles? Ask. Do you have poles? Because there's going to be some... As as a, I was on a stag once in the 90s, so don't judge me. And it was, it was in a... It, we were in a curry house. And I think, I can't remember, we've been out all day somewhere or other. And um, the best man had booked a stripper. I don't, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a long time ago. I was just a student. Yeah. I was the youngest there. Uh, the rest of them were sort of like men in their, I guess, late 20s. And um, there was one family in there of Canadians. I remember vividly they were Canadians because <laughs> I found that even more awkward because I thought, but the Canadians are such nice people. <laughs> And it's a it was a pretty kind of rough and ready sort of curry house in Hammersmith. And um we had this stripper arriving and the the best man had the stripper arriving and he ushered her in and there was a wait a holding area for her downstairs in the basement, right? <laughs> and um the, get ready. the manager had said, Look, the restaurant's yours after a certain amount of time, but you have to wait for this other family to leave. And we right. said, yeah, of course. The best man was like, yeah, of course, no problem. But blimey, did they... Little monsters. Did these Canadians... <laughs> it was mum, dad, and, and like, little Bobby and Susie or whatever, right? The two kids. I'm imagining them dressed like the Griswolds in National Yeah, it was, it was that vibe. It was very much that vibe, yeah. right? And fuck me, they were taking a long time <laughs> to finish their Ruby Murray. Unbelievable, <laughs> right? And there's all these pissed blokes, 90s blokes, I should add. Not that that's an excuse, but different <laughs> 90s times. 90s blokes. There's a bunch of 90s blokes sat there and they're like, ah, the hell, where's this stripper go? Everyone's been at it on all sorts all day. And now they want to see boobs. And they're like, where's this stripper yeah. coming on? Where's the stripper coming on? Right? Yeah. And uh, in the end, the best man who was... I have to say, I won't name him, so it's all right. And, you know, he was a good mate for many years. I haven't seen him for a while. He was an awful man. That's probably the best (laughs) way I can describe him. In some ways, I loved him, but he was also truly awful. And he he went over to this family and he went, oh, excuse me, sorry to bother you and all that. I, I, I trust you're enjoying our national cuisine of curry. Yeah, very nice. Oh, yes, well, we are. Oh, we love it. Yeah, well, anyway, listen, um, as you may have noticed, me and my associates here are amidst uh, a bachelor party. Oh, that's great. Congratulations <laughs> to the happy crew. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll pass it on to him. <laughs> now, as part of the entertainment, we are going to have some exotic dancing in a moment. Um, <laughs> and uh, we don't want to rush you. We don't want to rush you. But I'm just double-checking that if it, the exotic dancing does begin, that's okay with you. He's thinking they'll get the picture and the dad will yeah. go, okay, kids, I think it's time to go. No, the mum and dad have gone, 
Hey, that's Ooh. swell. Do you hear that, kids? There's going to be a dancer. And I think they thought it's an Indian restaurant and there's going to be some exotic Indian-style oh, yeah. dancing, right? Yeah. And um, oh. very different vibe. And so... Um, Did, didn't elaborate too much when you said exotic dancer. He just said exotic yeah. dancer because he didn't want to say the word stripper. I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to say it in front of the kids. He thought it was like a little nod and a wink to the, to the dad. Like, you know yeah. what I mean, don't you, mate? You might want to make them scarce now. Come on. No one has... Come I'm on, mate. Even... Who the fuck has a pudding in a curry house? It's absolutely <laughs> mental. Look, you might not know the customs here, right? But curry houses do have a dessert section on the menu, but no one has ever ordered a dessert in a curry house, right? <laughs> so just forget that. And as for coffee, you're fucking joking. They got that on the coffee. They haven't got a coffee machine. It's just there for show. No one orders a fucking coffee. They're there ordering their fucking, like, creme brulee and fucking coffee. <laughs> and they didn't cotton on, and the bloke's gone downstairs, and he's like, well, I did warn them, and he shouted downstairs to her, wait, come on, you're on. And up she's come, off has come the trench coat that she had over her exotic dancer's outfit because she'd arrived sort of semi-stripped already, you know. If you ever see a woman out in the trench coat, you know what's going on yeah. underneath. Yeah. Not very much. And uh, suffice to say, within about the first 10 seconds of the dance, yeah, yeah. like, what's his name, Griswold? Clark, Clark Griswold has stood up, slammed some cash on the table and said, kids, we're going. Come on, let's go. Nice to meet you. Goodbye. Congratulations. <laughs> and out they've gone. I don't think they even have strippers in Canada. I don't think it's a thing. No. Well. Given how nice they are. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a more civilised society than, than, this, than this one. And certainly it's a more civilised society than 90s Britain was. And I'm not even talking mid-90s Britpop Euro 96. I'm talking like, this was about 1992, mate. 92, right. 93. Yeah. So. I mean, that's worse. Because that kind worse. of thing hadn't been legitimised by the lads mugs by then. No, it, it was, was still it was very CD. much just CD. C- yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like you were watching the video to Country House by Blur, <laughs> right? No. It was more like you were... guest, it, it? Yeah, you were kind of watching an episode of The Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. I prefer, that, it, I prefer that, to be honest. I prefer the, the honesty. Yeah, the, the honesty. Honest. Well, all I can say is, is that I was a mere pup, 17, 18 max, and I yeah. was wide-eyed... And being carried along on this horrible adventure like a cork on the ocean. Yeah, of course. You had no um, seeing it. You no. had no agency. If I'd piped up, pardon me, but I don't believe this is particularly politically correct. <laughs> I feel it's exploitative and misogynist. Shut up, <laughs> Sam, you little cat. Come on, everyone. Let's beat him up. As I said. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think that my generation's cultural leader, Mr. Ben Elton, would have done this. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times in response to any of my piping up when I was young was met with the phrase, come on, let's beat him up, is astounding. It was almost yeah. a catchphrase. And I told my kids that the other day, and I regretted it because they were having a little Barney banter, but their level of banter is so fucking low-key, right? Mm. And uh, I said... And just because I was feeling like a dickhead, I went, I went to 
my daughter, are you going to let him get away with that? I did that one, didn't I? It's a really good way of um, <laughs> washing your hands. Find of the flames. Yeah, and, and it's a good way also of washing your hands of parental responsibility. If you sit there just fucking, you're looking at Instagram or something, can't be asked fixing the situation. I go, you're going to let him get away with that? She said, what do you mean? I said, he's bad-mouthing you and he's lying there like an easy soft target on the rug as he does it. Basically, what it was was she was doing the cleaning up in the kitchen, which is their job after dinner, and he was he just right. decided to have a lounge about on the floor, and then he'd been rude to her, he'd sworn at her, and she said, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" And I said, "When I was a kid, I said if I was even fractionally as disrespectful to my brothers as that, the phrase from one of them would always be, "Come on, let's beat him up,' and then they would beat me up, and when I say beat me up." I don't mean like a couple of digs. I mean that they'd have me on the floor and they'd be kicking me like in the guts, you know. Ki- oh my God. A kicking, right? I would get yeah. a kicking and I would just curl into a ball. And more often than not, to be fair, I would do that thing you do where, because often I would have provoked it on sometimes on purpose. <laughs> and then you do that thing, you know, when you get hysterical, you're like this. <laughs> <laughs> So I described this to them, right? And they went, and they looked confused. And then, then suddenly I turned my back and I heard him scream out and she'd walked over and just punched him one in the arm really hard. (laughs) And he's got really upset. I go, what What happened? She punched me. I said, what did you do that for? And she was like, you fucking, you told me to. You said that your brothers used to kick your head in. I've just given him a punch. (laughs) (laughs) i'm like okay no more using my childhood as uh guidance for your childhood yeah fucking hell yeah another example there of the delaney's (laughs) play yeah the worst was i uh the i was thinking about this the other day when i got taught to play poker but we were playing for pennies (laughs) we're playing for like two peas on a sunday after dinner right when all my brother's mates were around and we played this this type of five-card stud, or was it five-card draw? Anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. But it was a particular type of, of pretty entry-level poker, and they taught yeah. me how to play it, and I took to it really easily, and I won about three big hands. And they played it. Mm. It was only for pennies, but the stakes would sometimes go up into like five or six quid, something like that, you know, on the bigger yeah. hands. And it was the first time I've been allowed to play, and it must have been beginner's luck because I've got three big rounds, and I had this big pile in front of me. And they go, if he gets one more, this is one of their mates said, if your brother gets one more, wins one more hand of that size, we're going to have to beat him up, right? Mm. <laughs> I'm thinking my brothers were going, no, don't be like that. That's a bit mean. But they all went, oh yeah, of course. And I thought, ah, chances are I won't. And the next fucking hand I got, I think it was like a full house or something. And you know, at the end, we have to throw your cards down. And I throw my cards down. And I, in the same fucking movement, just wrapped my arm around all the coins in the corner of the table, swept them towards myself. And then I sort of like caught them. You know, when you pull your T-shirt up to make a a little (laughs) pouch. I, I swept them all into my pouch and I got up and I ran across the living room with the coins falling everywhere like Scrooge McDuck might and um, but they caught me they caught me when I was halfway across the living room tackled me got me on the floor and yeah they all gave Give me a kicking kick them and their mates yeah 
jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. I remember we, we had a pork at night once, and there's about six of us, and at, at the end of the night, one of the lads who was a notorious skin flint <laughs> and freeloader is no longer a friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he, he went into a fucking mood. Because he'd lost so much money, and he was in such a fucking mood, the only way to placate it was to like fucking give him back what he'd lost. <laughs> Seriously, fucking hell, that's amazing. Yeah. He was that's like a... twenty-seven or something. What what sort of a Fuck. man fucking yeah. can accept that? Because that to me is calling someone's bluff as well. You go, all right, fine, all right, mate, do you want it back? And that's the point at which you've won because they was going, well, no, because I don't want it where... back. And you go, all no, right, well, shut up. But he's gone. That's the point where all of his dignity was stripped away because he did take it. You've called his bluff. He's called it back. Yeah. Or but oh, he's, it turns out there is no bluff. He's gone, yeah, I the, will have the fucking money back. Yeah, I will have the 12 quid or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Fucking there was once when we were on holiday. I don't think pick up play cards as much anymore, do they? They used to be. That used to be a thing. Yeah, and, there was and so maybe good because maybe it did create lots of bad feeling. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. there was always in our common room in my sixth form college, we used to play this game called Shithead, which I might have talked about before on this show, because I used to think it was a game that only me and my mates knew. But turns out, I mentioned it on Twitter once, and it turns out it was a quite popular game in the 90s. It was the 90s. It was a Euro 96 game. And uh, you, you played it for raps, which meant that if you came oh, yeah. last, they would, however many cards you'd been left with in your hand because it's the one who gets rid of their cards first. So if you come last in the game, however many cards you've got left in your hand, each player gets to give you that many wraps over the knuckles with a full deck Across of cards. The knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you'd have was- like, oh, fuck, I've got like 20 cards left or something. Yeah, not 20, but, you know, a lot yeah. of cards. And every- and you're playing in a game with like five other cunts and they've smashed yeah. the shit out of your knuckles till they're bleeding. We played that at school as well, yeah. But, I, don't, I don't remember what it was called. I don't think it was called Shithead, but, yeah, the, the raps was the thing. At, at and your this, knuckles would be raw. At this college, what would happen was there was this common room and everyone would sit around in it all day. And some people would come there who didn't even go to the college because it was, like, known as, you know, sort of a, a fun place to sort of hang about and play cards and whatnot. And um, sometimes you'd get some very rough lads would come in there to sell their drugs, right? And sometimes yeah. you'd start playing a game. And then as the hours went by, different people would come and go on your table. And then suddenly you'd find yourself through the fog of marijuana smoke, realising that you were involved in a game with barely anyone you knew, but quite a lot of rough boys who were there to sell drugs and don't even go to the college. They didn't even qualify for A-levels. They didn't pass their GCSEs. That's how rough who's they the were. Who's the idiot there? So I'm you're, there. You're stu- studying away and they're making a good living. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They were fucking... They were coming in there every day, breezing in, 
selling selling uh, drugs to all of the the kids who had passed their GCSEs, hanging around playing Thatcher's cards, entrepreneurs, and then work. and then fleecing them over cards. But it was awful yeah. because if you lost your mates, they might go a bit easy on you. Your mates don't always. I mean, sometimes your mates are the biggest cunts of all, but they don't want to totally rip your fucking hands apart. One day, mm. these lads I was I'd lost to, and they were like, "Let's fucking let let's crush this boy's hands until he can never use them again." And they mm. were doing the old jumping off of the table, getting up on the table, right? And I'm sat on the chair. <laughs> And they jump off of the table to whack my knuckles with maximum velocity. It's a purchase. Yeah, real big purchase. And my knuckles were all bleeding. Ow! How am I going to do my studies now? <laughs> I know. That was the thing in the same at school. I'm so, I've got a maths mock. minutes and my Miss... Hurting. Miss, can I be excused? My writing hand's hurting. <laughs> I lost a game of cards to some rough boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fucking hell. Oi, by the Are way. Are we looking at this? Yeah. Go on, what? But uh, just quick one. We don't have to go in deep, but it's just a bit of admin to let you know that Bobby, my cat, has had his balls chopped off yesterday. Whee. And uh, they give you... Uh, when they sort of give you a drug to relax you, apparently they it's laced with ketamine. Did you know this? Wow. A vet can no. give a cat ketamine. Well, it is fucking bananas, this cat. It's hilarious. It's walking backwards, <laughs> sideways. It's falling over. It's spinning in circles. It's fucking letting the out these weird the meows. Table. I did try and film a little bit, but I missed the best bit. I've got a little bit of footage that I might put on the turbo. <laughs> He's off his fucking rocker, and it has been Wonderful. sensational. Yeah. So wonderful stuff oh I was going to mention yeah when you were talking about drug dealers at college there was I did see some drug use at the Snoop Doggy Dog concert last night you'll be stunned to hear mm. the whole venue reeked of marijuana the, of exotic cigarettes <laughs> as you'd expect and I also saw somebody taking coke off a spoon uh, stop <laughs> it well while his friend filmed it Oh my god! Really? I saw so yeah. I saw a video clip from it was actually from West Ham, but it wasn't on a West Ham site. It was on some football newsletter or something. <laughs> a bloke at West Ham put in a line like the guy, he was in the stadium and there was a bald man. Have you seen this? It went viral. There's a bald man in front of him and he chops a line out on the bald man's scalp and then leans over and snorts it off his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, lots Fucking of onlookers great. cheer him. What I mean, what, I'm a, imagining, what a society, I, I, mate! I'm imagining it being the little ball fella from Benny Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be perfect nose height for many of us. Yeah, he would. Yeah, but the the, the kids, the lad in the row in front of me, who had a spectacular look of a mullet mm. shaved at the sides. Oh yeah. Uh, and a moustache, which now seems to be it's trendy now, uh, a fashionable it? look. Mm. It's, it's incredible. He, he, he and his mates, they turned around and they and they kind of sounded me out and asked me if I'd mind if oh, they yeah. had a smoke. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I was like the authority figure because I'm 50. Yeah, I, I had that at West Ham Everton. There was some fucking... There were some feral fans next to me, younger lads. Yeah. This is like last year, I think I told you. And they're like... They were just talk. They were off their faces, talking non-stop. They were all right. I was like, "Hey, mate, do you mind if we do a line?" 
And I was like, um, no, that's fine. Do you want some? And I went, no, 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 thank you very much. Oh, why not? I don't, I don't want, I can't take cocaine. I was, I had a terrible cocaine habit, you see. Too much. And then it's like, oh, they look at you like, oh, a bit weird. All right, fair enough. Yeah. But kids do that it. seems unlikely. How could that happen? Yeah, certainly. How can you take too much cocaine? The problem usually is that you ain't got enough. But um, they were, yeah, they were, um, it, people just do it now really openly at the game all the time. Yeah. I don't know if I you see so it many Sunderland. Of Britain's streets just smell of marijuana. marijuana yeah. I, I think, I think the, the police have just sort of, I think a lot of it is just, like someone said to me, oh, there's much more like marijuana smoking now. Yeah. And I said, I don't know whether that's true or whether it's just more, done more flagrantly because the police just basically stopped nicking yeah, people for yeah. it you know there just aren't enough police to deal with it I yeah think exactly they're, they're like the police are like fuck me if you want us to arrest every little fucking scrope that's smoking a spliff on the street across the UK and do the paperwork and the admin yeah. then we will have no time left yeah. for anything else yeah we're entering a, an era of lawlessness I reckon mm, we are a little bit but, yeah um, uh I mean, I was walking along the beach at Seaburn a few weeks ago, and this the, the three people came towards me, two men and a woman, mm. and they were of my age. Mm. And as they got closer, I saw that one of them was smoking, yeah. and I saw that it was a joint. Uh, I just thought, that's the kind of thing that doesn't happen anymore. Or <laughs> didn't you happen have, before, you, and it's you, happening now. You should have taken it off of them and thrown it on the floor, and, well, then, and then just the, done a really slow shake of your head and carried on walking. Well, the, the, as a, as a, as they walked towards me, the fella passed it to the woman, and she had a talk on it as well. They were just sharing it among them, well, and I kind enough, of thought, well, best of luck to them, you know. Yeah, they're I mean, having a nice time down yeah, the beach. It helps them relax, no I hurt. suppose. Yeah. It's fair enough, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, Glasgow smelt strongly of marijuana yesterday. I'm going to a gig tonight, uh, mate, by a, a band yeah. called Say She She in Camden. Okay, I'm going with my brother Theo Delaney. So yeah. I might it might be an opportunity. His it might be an opportunity for me to confront him over this infantile slur. Yeah. That that I he's think been... you should do a secret recording. I think you should <laughs> get your voice recorder on your phone and just just hold it close so you can pick it up and uh, do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mate. And then play it, play it oh, on the episode. I've never asked you this. I'll do it slight. Never asked you this, have I? What do you, uh, what do you uh, think of that podcast I do? You know the one, Top Flight Time Machine. Do you like it? Do you? And he'll be going, Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's really good. Really? Do you like it? That means a lot to me. If you like it, yeah, no, I do. Seriously, do you think it's good? Yeah. Why do you think it's good? Well, it's funny. Yeah. What, how do you mean? What, like, like funny in a sophisticated... funny? A sort of a sophisticated sort of way, a bit like Stephen Fry, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Or like... <laughs> but or, a bit like Oscar Wilde, you know, when he does all these clever, funny, witty lines and all that. A bit like Charles Bradruth. <laughs> that sort of thing. Well, no, not not quite... Not that sort of humour, but funny in a different way. Oh, what, like... More like sort of uh, Mr Tumble? <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Oh, thing. the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and. Do, yeah. you, do you think that me, me and that other one, that we're like the Chuckle Brothers off of podcasts? 
<laughs> is that what you think? I don't mind. Just say it. Just admit it if that's what you think. I, don't, I won't I just take offence. Say it. I won't take offence. Andy won't either. We don't mind. Would you say? Have you ever heard the word infantile? What's that mean, mate? Does that mean dead clever? <laughs> I, heard it, I heard it. You see on a podcast, and I don't understand what it means. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to see this band. They're a good band. I might say, "Mm, I like that band, but I did find them rather... And then I'll look at him meaningfully. Infantile. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you should definitely explore that, I think. Mm, Yeah, so that's Um, my night. Shall we do some predictions? Yeah. It's FA Cup quarter-final weekend, so we've got to do all of them. That's in the rules. Um, Manchester City versus Burnley. Oh, that'll be a good game, actually, yeah. won't it? Might be. But I think it'll be 2 1 to Manchester City. 2 1. I think it will be 2 0 to Manchester City. Sheffield United versus Blackburn, which is, let's face it, it's a championship fixture. Um, I think this will end in a 1 1 draw after 90 minutes. Okay. Um, I'm going to say who is it again? Sheffield United and Blackburn. <sighs> oh, I've got Sheffield to go. I've got to go. One uh, nil Blackburn. Five nil Blackburn. <laughs> Brighton versus Grimsby, which also feels like a championship fixture, but of course it isn't. Brighton versus Grimsby. Two nil Brighton. Two nil. Uh, I think Brighton will win it. Four nil. Uh, Manchester United versus Fulham. Uh, ooh, tricky, but 2-1 Manchester United. Um, mm. It's at Old Trafford. Yeah, I'll say 2-0 yeah. uh, Manchester United. And finally, Sunderland versus Luton, just to make up the numbers. I do not get double points for this. Okay. Correctly predict it. Sunderland, uh, And I'm going to go for... Um, fuck, what are we going to do with this one? Um, 1-0 to Sunderland I'll say uh, 2-1 Sunderland wonderful there we are that's the episode we haven't had time to properly look at the Noel Edmonds house party no uh, maybe that's one for Monday it's all over yeah I, I've, I've looked at it I can't make head nor tail of it it's just no. too fast do, do, you can't <laughs> it's, it's you, there's no, there, I don't think anyone can actually you know draw any sort of conclusions from it you just have Beyond to drink analysis. it in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tweet it out. And we'll, we'll travel up on Monday. All yeah. right, thank you very much for listening. That's the end of the episode. Enjoy your weekend, eh? Yeah? And uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.